sharing the sounds of Memphis, welcome to another episode of Bill Street Caravan, marking our 20th year of broadcast. Heard around the globe on NPR Worldwide, major funding for Bill Street Caravan is provided by the AutoZone Corporation. AutoZone, parts are just part of what we do. Hi, I'm your co-host, Pat Mitchell-Worley. And I'm Kevin Cubbins. This week on Bill Street Caravan, we feature one of Memphis's most loved acts, the soulful and sultry Deering and Down, as they celebrate the release of their new record, No Rhyme, No Reason. Bill Street Caravan contributor John Paul Keith will be back with us to continue his series, Something on the Side. That's all coming up right now on Bill Street Caravan. Hey, Pat. Hey, Kevin. We've got Deering and Down with us for the entire program today. They're one of Memphis's most beloved acts, and it's been quite a few years since we've had them with us on the program. They're soulful, bluesy, gothic. Musically, they embody and exude Memphis mystique, which is interesting because they aren't originally from here. That's right. Lana Deering and Rev Neil Down came to Memphis a few years ago from Alaska. Alaska. <laughs> and I think, to me, that speaks to something pretty awesome there. Memphis attracts amazing personalities and artists. We talked about that just a couple of weeks ago when we had the band Southern Avenue on the program. Mm -hmm. Memphis is a melting pot of cool. It's a crazy town. Yes, it is. And you know, we have a very strong listener base in Alaska, KRNN in Juneau, KUAC in Fairbanks, KTNA, KRBY, KXGA, KZPA, and Fort Yukon. KSKO, KIYU, KHUS. I hope we didn't leave anyone out. We yeah. love Alaska. I want to go to Alaska. We should figure out how to do a show in Alaska. I'm throwing it out there. Well, the, hopefully the stations <laughs> are listening to this. So, yeah, this should be pretty cool for Lana and the Rev and their friends back home. So they have a new record out. It's called No Rhyme, No Reason. It's out on Ba Records. I can't help but say it that way. And you can pick it up by heading over to DeeringAndDown.com. Here they are, Deering and Down, live on Bill Street Caravan.
You're listening to the sounds of Memphis on Bill Street Caravan, celebrating our 20th year of broadcast. Here's more from Daring and Down, live on Bill Street Caravan. Sweet maiden fair in that meadow by the cool mountain stream. 
was Deering and Down live on Bill Street Caravan. We'll be right back with more music from Deering and Down, but first we're going to turn it over to Bill Street Caravan contributor John Paul Keith as he continues his series, Something on the Side. Hi everybody, this is John Paul Keith with another installment of Something on the Side. Each week we take a look at one of Memphis's many unsung sidemen and women, the behind the scenes players who helped to make the Memphis sound. Today we're not going to talk about just one musician, however because you can't tell the story of the Memphis sound without talking about horns. And in Memphis, horns come in sections. Of course, the most famous horn section of all time was the simply named Memphis Horns. Saxophonist Andrew Love and trumpeter Wayne Jackson played on countless soul music classics for Stax Records, with artists like Otis Redding, Sam and Dave, Wilson Pickett, and Isaac Hayes. Originally a sextet, the group gradually slimmed down to a duo over time. Jackson and Love's contributions at Stax codified the stripped-down two-man horn section as the sound of Memphis in many people's minds. Like their fellow Stax house musicians, Booker T and the MGs, the Memphis horns were racially integrated collaborators in the era of segregation, and a symbol of what Memphis soul is all about. The duo served as something of ambassadors of the Memphis sound over the decades following the end of Stax, playing on innumerable records with some of the biggest stars in the world. Another trumpeter who made his mark at Stax was Ben Cauley of the Barcades. The group's classic hit Soulfinger features some unmistakable and unforgettable work from Cauley, the only member of the group to survive the 1967 plane crash that also killed Otis Redding. Band leader and record producer Willie Mitchell was also a trumpet man and an indelible influence on the sound of Memphis brass. As the man in charge at High Records, Willie released some of the funkiest horn-drenched instrumental records of the era with his own house band, High Rhythm. But it was as a producer that Willie found his greatest success with artists like Ann Peebles, Syl Johnson, Otis Clay, and superstar Al Green. Green's first few records for High are masterpieces, and Mitchell's elegant horn arrangements are an integral part of Al Green's sound. The Memphis horn tradition is still going strong today. After a long career playing on records for artists like Alex Chilton, saxman Jim Spake has in recent years toured theaters all over the world with Lucero. The Whalum family are a Memphis brass institution, and trombonist Cameron Whalum currently plays with Bruno Mars and appeared on the first number one single to come out of Memphis in 40 years, Mark Ronson's Uptown Funk, which incidentally just won engineer Boo Mitchell, son of Willie Mitchell, a Grammy for his contributions to the trap. I talked to a couple of buddies of mine, trumpeter Mark Franklin and saxophonist Art Edmiston, 
about what makes the sound of horns so crucial to the sound of Memphis. Mark and Art can be seen touring the world in Greg Allman's band. It's a thing. It's a sound. And it's a concept that uh, is not necessarily uh, used in every city. People will copy the two horn in octaves or just thirds. And people will actually say, man, can you put make that a little more Memphis sounding or let's make this Memphis sounding, whatever. So if other people like producers or artists or songwriters bring up the name Memphis, I mean, then definitely it's something. It has an identity. It's not syncopated, overly syncopated. It's not overly harmonized. It's very basic and earthy and funky and also melodic. It's very melodic and supportive, not necessarily uh, playing against what's going on. It's very much in support of, of what's happening and helps to frame the vocals. And, you know, it's just it's a very important part of completing the song. I mean, a lot of times there's horn riffs and especially Memphis tunes and, um, you know, songs from, from other places where the horn lick is as much a part of the song as the lyrics or the chorus. I mean, for instance, Peter Gabriel's Sledgehammer, that horn intro is very recognizable and wouldn't you know it's played by Wayne Jackson, Memphis Horns, so. Yes, um, it's kind of an open interval. Like, normally when you harmonize things, you kind of stack everything right on top of each other, but the Memphis kind of way is the best way, I mean, the technical term is called drop two. So you leave, a harm, you leave the second harmony down, you omit that, and so there's a big kind of open space in between the first part and the second part. So that's a real definite, like trumpet and tenor saxophone Memphis sound is a wider a interval. wider interval, open interval on the Not on really the close, tight harmonies. Right. So hanging out with Ben Colley a lot, I'm like, Ben, did you play on this? He's like, no, I didn't play on that. That was Wayne. But what I came to find out is that at one point, it's a lot of Ben and Wayne together which I didn't realize. So sometimes there's two trumpets and two tenors, but you might only hear one trumpet and one tenor. But if you squeeze the headphones real tight on your head and turn it up, you can always find that extra note in there somewhere. For Beale Street Caravan, this is John Paul Keith. Thanks for listening. We want to remind our listeners you can find Bill Street Caravan on all the social media outlets. Go to our website at BillStreetCaravan.com and sign up for our monthly newsletter to find out where the caravan is going to be next. You can also keep up with Bill Street Caravan via our podcast that's available through iTunes. We have to take a quick break for local announcements, but stick around. There's a lot more music to come. You're listening to The Sounds of Memphis on Bill Street Caravan.
AutoZone is proud to support Bill Street Caravan and other arts organizations that strengthen the greater Memphis community. Parts are just part of what we do. AutoZone.com. Bill Street Caravan is also supported by awards from the Memphis Convention and Visitors Bureau, the Tennessee Arts Commission, Arts Memphis, and Tennessee Tourism. TennesseeVacation.com. The soundtrack of America was made in Tennessee. We had the pleasure of interviewing Lana Deering and Reverend Down. Let's listen in on what they had to say. Hi! Hi. <laughs> so we are here with Deering and Down and the co-conspirators <laughs> of the band Lana Deering and Rev Neil Down. And we are just so pleased that you guys could be on the show. And I love that for years that I've known you, I've never read your like official bio. I was sitting there going, oh, wow, okay, she was born in British Columbia. Uh. She went to school in the Pacific Northwest, and you went to, like, this super non-curriculum open learning school. And I was so curious about that and the effect that it had on you as an artist. Well, it was very inspiring and encouraging and probably was the best thing for me. And so the Metropolitan Learning Center in school in Portland, and they had this awesome just approach to learning, being creative. And they had like band classes and it wasn't like you get out the cello. It was more like come with your guitar and we're going to write songs and we're going to perform in front of the school. And, you know, it was like really hip to have that encouragement to be like, you're going to write songs and then the whole band's going to, we're going to play them all together. You know, so it was very, just do what you felt, which that's me. I'm kind of like that kind of a person. So basically you move to Alaska and basically you Rev, you move to Alaska. What a strange place for two music souls to meet. How did this happen? <laughs> and how did y'all find each other? Well, uh, there was a time when I was just, I couldn't get enough of the neon and everything else. And I think I just got burnt out on it. And uh, my dad had uh, been up there for many years and I probably would have been born up there. But but that's back when everybody smelled like whiskey and chainsaw gas and fish. And her mother had had some uh, job as uh, a chef on a cruise ship. And I was doing some what I call Peter Pan carpentry. Somebody had commissioned me to make some easels for their menus. And anyway, we started talking, and she knew that I had a band locally. And she says, "My daughter plays guitar." And I thought, "Well, you know, is it, we get yeah, every mom, every yeah. mom pushing their pushing their kid. Oh, they're yeah. great!" You get this yeah. picture of kid with a visqueen poncho, and they're missing three strings on a guitar, you know. <laughs> but anyway, I met her, and and uh, she was visually blessed. So I thought, well, how could it be that she could be audio blessed as well? But indeed, I heard her, and I was knocked out and uh you probably heard that she used to perform on the boardwalk they'd run a cord out for the mic before, when she was too young to get into the bar mm-hmm. but she wanted to participate so bad what are you gonna <laughs> what are you gonna say right so then how did you guys end up in memphis what made you move here i'll tell you the the, the shorthand version i don't want to build a, a nest in anybody's ear but uh we first played and, and collaborated, I said, well, you know, if you have your folks' blessing, well, well, why don't we go up to the studio up in the, in the Yukon Territory? Well, this kind of like started a little, just a wee grass fire, and uh, we ended up being invited to the Dawson City Music Festival, which is really a, one of the most prestigious festivals in Canada, and it was really a wonderful time, and these folks from Switzerland saw us, invited us to go to Switzerland. And then uh, 
went over there and then when we came back after all this you know zip and pippin of emotions and great stuff it's like well what do we do now that's when auntie barbara and uncle wayne called and said come on down yeah they kind of kicked in on a vehicle which was awesome and and uh I'd been to Memphis before. The first time was in 1983, and it did it did cast a spell on me, you know. And uh, anyway, so we came, and she fell in love with it as well. Yeah, you know? we're we're actually like we had a gig out. We had a gig, a few gigs out in L.A., and we're like, well, let's drive cross country, and so we made a point of driving through Memphis. Yeah, we popped into Sun Studio, and yeah. and. and uh, that was really exciting, you know. I mean, a lot of times, and it's understandable, I think, you know, the fine people of the village of Memphis kind of get, sometimes get a little jaded because they've seen so many incredible things. Uh-huh. It's like concentrate. But, you know, when, when you know, you just kind of saunter in, you're kind of like, wow, man, it's, it's mind-blowing. Well, I think that that's a whole other piece on it because I think for people that come to Memphis, they have such a fresh take on it. And you look at a lot of artists that especially that fit in with you guys, John Paul Keith, he's yeah. not originally from here. Amy LeVere is not originally mm-hmm. from here. Ben Nichols from Lucero is not originally from Memphis. Yeah. He's from Little Rock. So it, it's people coming into Memphis and then they connect with these other Memphis musicians and that's where the magic is. And so for this record, you guys have a new record label. Yes, we do. Bomb Music Group, right out of here in Memphis, Tennessee. Totally awesome, beautiful people. It's just beautiful. Where did this record, where did you record it at? This was with uh, Doug Easley at Easley McCain. Okay, and then the record before that was at Royal Royal. Studio. I mean, you guys have connected with people within the city who are devoted to continuing this legacy, not in a historic way, but yeah. in a here and now. And so that, yeah. I think, adds to what you're doing. It For you as artists to be Memphis musicians, yeah. what does that mean to you? Well, for someone to say that, I'll just say yeah, it first. Please. For somebody <laughs> just to say that to me, call me a Memphis musician, it's truly an honor. Well, you guys have definitely earned it and playing in, you know, playing anywhere you could <laughs> around town and people have just come in and go, "Who are these folks? Who are who is this band?" Yeah. And so that comes across in this recording which is at the Galloway House. Yeah. You want to tell a little bit of the story behind the Galloway House? Sure, I'd, I'd love to. It's a beautiful church located in the historical part of Cooper Young District and uh it was I guess, supposedly, it is. It's got a marker out there. Johnny Cash's first place he ever played a gig and uh, got got paid. Awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you guys for coming in, for chatting with us, and we're going to get back to more music from Deering and Down. Thank, thank you. you very thank much. You, thank you. Woohoo! Woohoo! Come when love 
You're listening to the sounds of Memphis on Bill Street Caravan, celebrating our 20th year of broadcast. Here's more music from Deering and Down, live on Bill Street Caravan.
I'm living on the banks of a river city It's hard to make the money when they pay you for free But I'm going up, I'm coming down Union will run you through the center of town I'm out in the garden I'm digging up a carbon footprint
That was Deering and Down live on Bill Street Caravan. For more information about the band, go to DeeringandDown.com. Again, they've got a new record out. It's called No Rhyme, No Reason. It's out on Ba Records. You can support them by buying their music or checking out their tour dates and going to catch them live and in person. Special thanks to our supporters, AutoZone, the Memphis Convention and Visitors Bureau, Arts Memphis, the Tennessee Arts Commission, Tennessee Tourism, and Bridging the Blues for their support in making Bill Street Caravan possible. We'd like to remind our listeners to please show your support for public broadcasting. You're just not going to find programming like this anywhere else. We want to remind our listeners that you can find Bill Street Caravan on all the social media outlets. Do you love Memphis music? Tell us why and use hashtag IListenToMemphis. Or keep up with us on our podcast at iTunes. Visit our website at BillStreetCaravan.com to sign up for our monthly newsletter. You can find out where the caravan's going to be next. And if you can't meet us there, we'll be back right here next week, so we'll see you then. I'm Pat Mitchell-Worley. And I'm Kevin Cubbins. You've been listening to the sounds of Memphis on Bill Street Caravan. (laughs) 